Hey y'all, what is going on? I am so happy to be back for another episode of Simple Girl, Simple World. I am Heather Purnell, your host with the most, and I am just very thoroughly happy to be speaking with y'all today. Um, I have, of course, been doing yoga. If you know that about me, I've been doing yoga for a couple years, but this year in specific, I have gotten really heavy into it, and I've tried to incorporate it like regularly. Sometimes I'm inconsistent. We all fall short, but it's okay. Um, I'm getting deeper in my practice, and I'm not a yogi. Um, you know, I don't practice that like through my day to day, but I do take a lot of the lessons and learnings that I hear my teachers talk about in class and incorporate it in my day to day. Um, as mentioned, like I don't claim to be um, greater than thou. I don't claim to know everything um, or be like you know this this yogi master, but I do feel like I have something I can share, and so. This podcast is going to be um, focused on namaste. The light inside of me honors and sees the light inside of you. little background. If you're familiar, if you do yoga, or if you're Hindu, or anything of that nature, you understand that namaste can be a greeting, it can be a closing, it can be an honoring of the light inside of somebody, it can be honoring um, spiritually, it, it cannot be spiritually, it has a lot of different components to it. And with that being said, I want to come from the place of what it means to me, and and why I chose to speak about it today. So let's start there. Let's hit the quote of the day, and then we'll dive on in. Okay, so per usual, slack in here. (laughs) I didn't find an exact quote, but um, was online and just kept seeing this, like, same picture that I wanted to share, so it just says, Namaste. My soul honors your soul. I honor the place in you where the entire universe resides. I honor the light, love, truth, beauty, and peace within you because it is also within me. And sharing these things, we are united. We are the same. We are one. All right. So, namaste, mumsawa, makusa. I'm just playing. That's not the words. Um, but it may, wait, actually, it may be the words. Okay. Y'all know Lion King? She goes, He lives in me. He lives in you. Uh, you know that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that may be the words, actually. Um, but y'all, so doing a little bit more research and just understanding better what namaste is and what it means, I came across this article. It's on KansasCity.com, so let's see how accurate this is. Do not fact check me, Lord have mercy. But it, I'm going to read this little dissertation insert um, before we get really into it, um, just because I like what it's saying um, for a better insight as to like what namaste is and what that means, like the light inside of me, honoring the light inside of you and being one. Let's go ahead and do it. So it simply says, according to Hindu belief, God is transcendent as well as imminent. Divine spirit is everywhere, even within our innermost self. Divinity is present in all of us. So, when I greet you, I greet the divine spirit in you. I bow to you with my folded hands in the same way that you bow to God. Not saying that it's superior power, but you may be Hindu or a non-Hindu. Anyway, you are a temple of God if that is who you believe in as to be your maker. Right? So, to greet respectfully by namaste, we just cross our hands and bow. The reasoning behind this, though, is just honoring. It's a simple expression of greeting. Namaste carries a profound spiritual meaning that is derived from the Vedic ideal of recognizing the divine in everything and in every being. This is ideal for the divinity of soul. In a spiritual sense, unifies all of humanity. And for me personally, as mentioned, being a believer or not, honoring the divinity in each human and, and honoring what they bring to the table, I think, is a core... Um, see beauty in every situation even the negative why can relate to other people who have different beliefs um 
political, religious in general than I do is because I see the divine power of greatness, of God, of whatever it may be inside of you. And I honor it because at the end of the day, in everything, there is a little bit of beauty. There's beauty in darkness. There's beauty in brightness. And so as a human, it's not my job to sit here and judge you and pick apart what's good and what's not. That's not my place. But in all aspects of life, as I've gotten older, especially, I found it and made it a real habit to seek out beauty, to look at every situation, both positive and negative, and find a piece of beauty inside of it. So that's what we're going to be talking about, right, is is how can we see the beauty in ourselves and see the beauty in other people and honor it so we are all the same. Quickly going back to yoga and just better understanding when namaste can be incorporated into your practice, it can be used for things like at the beginning or at the end. Usually it's done at the end of class when you bow, that's when the mind is the least active and the energy in the room is the most peaceful. After you have finished your entire flow, you're, you've let go, you've breathed in and pushed out all the stress, all of the imperfections, all of the doubts, and, and you're at peace. So that's when namaste is usually at its high. But usually the teacher initiates namaste as a symbol of gratitude and respect towards their students. And the, te- um, the students actually return it back, right, as a gratitude to their teacher. So thereby allowing the truth to flow, the truth that we are all one and we are all living from one heart. So that's what I want to say about a little overview of namaste. I hope that that gives you a, p- a bigger picture of what it is, is just being one with yourself and being one with others and, and just respecting yourself, respecting others, seeing the true beauty and light inside of yourself and others and respecting it both likewise nothing is less or greater than we are all a part of this human race and um and just living to be beautiful creatures at the end of the day so i i clearly understand that at this point now you're probably trying to figure out to yourself like heather i get it like what are you talking about why are you going down this path of namaste like what do you mean when you're saying light what i have to tell you is if you're anything like me you want to take a walk down a path unafraid you don't like walking in darkness you like understanding your route and you like it to be well lit you want to see clearly and not be afraid you want to feel safe so in a figurative sense what does that mean I mean I I have five steps as to how um, you can shed light into your path so that you can also be a light in others so that again that respect of mutuality is present so number one bring your own source of light so think about it like this right if you are going to be walking down a dark path like ideology you want to bring your phone with the flashlight on or you want to bring a candle you want to bring something so that as you're walking you can kind of see see where you're going even though it's going to be dark right figurative sense okay so what that means is you need to create a light in darkness you need to make the best out of every situation find a way to shed light onto it don't look at the negatives look more at the positives and and figure out how to go from there you don't have to wait around for someone to turn a light on for you. Like when you stop being helpless and stop always wanting people to come to your rescue and save you from that darkness, that's when you become empowered and that's when your light shines that much brighter. In fact, more often than not, light isn't just going to beam down on you for no reason. If you're in a dark path, you kind of have to find it. So that's number one. Don't wait around for the light. Figure out the light inside of yourself and then go out and be a light inside of somebody else. Number two, surround yourself with others. Have you ever noticed that when it's dark and you're scared and you're by yourself, it amplifies, you're shivering more, you're literally out of control when you're by yourself, but when you have other people on that path, things seem a little bit smoother, you feel a little bit stronger, more confident that you're going to make it out, that you're going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So what does that mean? That means walking down a dark road alone can be scary, but it's a lot less terrifying when you have people around you. 
It's kind of like life. It's like, it can be scary and overwhelming most of the time, but when you surround yourself with people, especially positive people that support you and care about you, the dark road actually gets brighter. It gets a little easier to bear. You know, I'm not the the person that, that is going to tell you right from wrong, but what I can say is surrounding yourself with a great support system will help make it even better for you. That's what happened to me is when I stopped trying to be so alone, when I stopped trying to corner myself, and when I, of course, going back to being really intentional with who's in my circle when I started surrounding myself with people that wanted to be a light to others that wanted to share that had things to share that's when my life turned for the better that's when I started to shine my light and also wanted to be a light to others number three choose your route extremely carefully it would be awesome if we could walk in sunshine and you know not really understanding the case just understanding that we would come to the end so that's always not guaranteed we always don't know which direction we'll fall into so all have to walk down the darkness sometimes to come out to the light. Stumbling and unsure of where we're going and not sure where our feet may land or where we may place them. But my key to you is don't look down and also just never give up. We know that the more we put in, the more we keep reaching towards the mark, you'll eventually get there. You have to think to yourself, too, how many times have you been let down? How many times have you really tried for something and didn't get it? Usually not many. Like, And if so, it may have been super competitive or just maybe was not your not, not meant for you. But when you really put your mind to something and don't give up, as another path, another path that's brighter, a path that will be safer to venture down. And occasionally, we're just focused too much in one direction. But more often than none, we have a choice. And so let's take the choices that are going to be most beneficial to our lights and getting there, honestly. We can look for the brightest path, and if we don't see a bright path, we can make our own path. But let's do what we need to do to make sure that we find the light and stay in the light honestly. so we can be a light to others. Honestly. Number four, imagine the best possible scenario. You're probably very familiar with the law of attraction. I saw this, and I thought it was um, quite coincidental. But though I won't go into the details, I find this concept very fascinating. I really do believe that we can attract things with our thoughts. Therefore, if we are thinking that the path that we're on is going to get darker, then it gets darker. But if we imagine that this is the best possible path, that we're going to make the best out of it, that it's sunshine and blue skies, then that's exactly what it will be. So imagine the best. Imagine the sky lighting is perfect. Imagine that you are grooving like you're literally bouncing down the yellow brick road. Like, just don't think of all the negative things that could happen or that you know, you possibly may encounter because those things will be more prominent to happen to you. Not saying that you won't be faced with um, challenges during that path, but it'll get a lot better if you, if you think positive during that journey. And number five, I would just say be prepared for the dark spots just in case they do happen. As mentioned, of course, we want sunshine and blue skies, but if you are faced with dark spots, how are you equipping with yourself? How are you equipping yourself with the tools or, or with the strategy in mind to, to continue going? So even with all of your positive thinking and imagining, just be prepared. Sometimes, you know, like as we mentioned, your phone dies, so therefore your flashlight is gone. So in that case, make sure that you have people around you that you can lean on, people around you that are going to be pouring into you, investing into you, honoring the light inside of you, and so therefore you can do it back if you can prepare yourself by strengthening your skills you'll be more likely to travel down a, a better path in confidence and so that's what I want y'all to do I mean honestly for this challenge of the week I want us to begin thinking of how we can sharpen our light or sharpen our sword but brighten our light how can we continue to fill up our our basket or continue to fill up the what's the thing inside of the candle like the oil or the wick <laughs> I don't get what I'm saying but I think y'all understand what I'm trying to say but continue to do what we need to do and to ensure that our our candle our light 
is shining so crazily bright that people ask like, yo, how do I get my candle to be just as bright as yours, giving you ample amount of opportunities to pour into others? Life is short, y'all. People tell me all the time, no, it's not. And the thing is, yes, it really is. We have no say as to when we'll be taken out of this life. And so I know personally what I did and when I flipped that switch that I was going to live today as though there is no tomorrow, I started to realize that I wanted to be a person that was a light to others. I wanted to be a person that showed up for others. And by doing so, I have to show up for myself. I have to believe in myself. I have to be my biggest internal champion if I ever expect anybody else to be that for me as well one day. And so that's what I do. I like to have people in my circle who don't have ulterior motives that aren't, you know, sneak dissing me on the side that aren't, you know, asking me questions about how I got to where I am, but, you know, quietly wishing on my downfall. I want people in my life that, that want no gain from me, that literally have nothing but the promising thoughts and just beautiful ideologies of what it looks like to be a friend of mine. And, and that's the people that I keep in my circle. I, you know, I have no time now for people that I don't feel the energy and vibes from that always have something to say negative or always have something to critique. You know, I have a, a strong group of friends that are doing great things that are uplifting. Of course, they know when to check me when I'm wrong or tell me when I'm doing too much or going crazy. But besides that, they're there to support me. And I love that about them. So I would just challenge you all to to find your light and shine it bright and be a light to others i love y'all very very much if you're new here you know that you can find me well you don't know if you're new here but if you're new here you can on instagram youtube and even facebook at simple girls simple world that is going to be my business page or heather.pernell underscore for my personal and i would love for you to reach out um if you're new here as well i have been doing this now since i believe june so i have a lot of podcasts prior that's what I'm here to do. So use me as a resource. Use me as somebody that you can talk to. I also want to let you know that I am suicide prevention, like, verified. I have um, certificates and, uh, not awards, but I have certificates from going through those classes. And so this is a call to action. If anybody in, in my circle, not in my circle, needs somebody to talk to um, and, and wants a safe space, I never mentioned that. But I, I thought it was very essential and something was telling me to put that on this podcast so if you are listening to this podcast and you need somebody to speak to, you need it out in a listening ear, um, please message me and I will be there for you. Um, <laughs> I have been there for a lot of people, a lot of my friends, and um, just know that it's a safe space, it's a sacred space, and I want to see you live to see tomorrow. Um, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So if that doesn't apply to you, then disregard that message, but had a strong urge to just go ahead and tell that here at the end of the podcast. So I love you all very much. And um, thanks for tuning in to Simple Girl, Simple World. We'll talk next week. Bye-bye.